Welcome to the Table for One podcast, a podcast for those of you who are cooking for one. You'll find interviews with people who are cooking for one, nutrition tips, cooking tricks, and other practical topics for all my single listeners, and all without the mention of dieting or restriction because, well, dieting just kind of sucks. So join me as I explore the realities, the challenges, and highlight the joys of cooking for one in this busy world. Hello, welcome to 2020. I can't believe we're already in January and especially because I'm recording this in December. But anyways, I wanted to do a quick episode about, um, you know, kind of setting New Year's goals and share a couple of thoughts about that. And then we'll get back into interviews. I've got three interviews scheduled for January that are really fantastic. I'm excited to share those with you. But back to today's topic, New Year's intentions. So it's really easy to get, it's so easy to get overwhelmed with trying to set goals and figure out how to, you know, make them stick throughout the years because it's, for a lot of us, it's hard to, to keep those going. And I think the biggest things that I've learned over the years, both in my own experiences and also especially with working with, um, clients and helping them, you know, eat in a way that, that fits their lifestyle, that makes them feel good. And they, you know, in ways that they enjoy is to really pare down and figure out what it is that you really, really care about and find ways to accomplish that. And that, you know, whether that's actual, actually with food or whether that's just in general, and then figuring out how to feed yourself in a way that really aligns with, your own priorities, those are some things that can be really helpful. I think one thing that is often overlooked and I think can be super helpful and is really going to make a huge impact on your your well-being, your happiness, your life, and just save you so much headache and frustration is to take a a hard look into your stress levels. And the reason why this is so important and why this you know, really goes with cooking and eating is the fact that there's a lot of things out there, a lot of recommendations out there from so many different sources that really like deep down make our lives more complicated. And that's not helpful. Those are things that are, we're not going to want to continue long-term and frankly, we're just not going to continue long-term because at the end of the day, we want things that enhance our lives and are things that are, you know, fairly easy for us to want to continue. And when it adds stress to our lives, um, it's hard to want to continue that. So, you know, and in, you know, finding ways to reduce stress, there's so many different areas that you can focus on, but I would say, you know, looking at what it is that you're cooking in general and thinking about how you can make that process less stressful. And the same thing goes with your health habits, whether it's, you know, the, the foods that you're eating, the movement or exercise that you plan on doing, um, your relationships, all of those other things, be aware of the stress levels in your life and how, how those play with each other. Because again, just like with the food, like I talked about, if, if you've got this exercise regime or something that you want to do that just is nothing that you look forward to or adds stress to your life, 
um, in whatever way, then it's, it's time to think about that a little bit. So that is one. I think, and then another thing that I feel is important or helpful to keep in mind as we're moving forward into the new year is to really focus on things that you enjoy. Um, especially for us women, this is probably most of who's listening to this, but it, we can get so bogged down in making sure that everything is right for everybody else or that we're being as good as we can be at our jobs or in our relationships or families or whatever else that we, we overlook our own well-being. And so, you know, finding things that you enjoy can be so many, it could look so many different ways. Um, you know, spending a couple of minutes to just relax and sit down or spending a little bit of time reading a favorite book or going for a walk or, or trying out a new hobby, anything like that can be helpful and, um, you know, can bring a little bit of happiness into your life where there might not be a whole lot otherwise, or there is, and it's just one other thing to, you know, to make life better. Another thing that I think is helpful, especially for those of us who are cooking for one or anybody who lives by themselves is to really foster connections. Um, you know, life can get so lonely and, uh, especially with all of the communication that we do via email and online, you know, finding ways to connect with people, whether they're people that you have known for a long time and making sure to foster those friendships and relationships or getting to know new people. I think that's so fun. Um, and so, and it's great to learn from others and to, you know, just to foster new relationships. And then finally, I think, because I'm majorly into food and love food, and this is a podcast about food, I obviously want to talk a little bit about eating delicious food. One thing that I have been focusing on a lot in the past year is making sure that I am providing resources that are super helpful and super um, practical for anybody who is cooking for one or really just anybody at all. So I just wanted to reiterate uh, what I have that I am sharing with you for free on Nourish Nutrition blog and because I have some a lot of conversations and people just aren't aware of it. So I wanted to make sure that I'm sharing that with you as much as I can. So if you like to cook but don't like recipes that take a long time, if you want to figure out how to use up those leftover ingredients or to use up leftovers in a way that's a little bit different. I've got all of that covered. All of my recipes, a lot of them right now are, and more so as time goes on, will be geared for one person. But if you look in the recipe card, each of them has a little slider with the number of servings. And so if you're making it for a group or if you are cooking for a family or whatever, then you can adjust that to make you know, these recipes work for the number of people that you are serving food to. And then also in each recipe, uh, especially the most recent ones, I have guide or recommendations for what to do with the leftover ingredients. Cause that's something that I've heard and seen a lot of for those of us who are cooking for one is that you, you know, you have to buy a whole thing of lettuce or, you know, like a whole head of celery, if head's the right word, you can't just use like one stock. And so instead of letting that go to waste, I've got some other recipe ideas to use up the ingredients that are called for in that recipe and make that a lot easier because that is a big concern for a lot of us. So 
that's it. Happy New Year. Uh, feel free to to share your thoughts about this and by adding comments or if you like how this podcast is going or if you have requests for future um, for future episodes, hit me up on Instagram. It's nnc underscore table for one or leave a review and uh, rating on the podcast app that you're listening to because that helps more people find it and kind of, you know, I mean, just as we look for restaurants, you know, you want to find something that is rated well and, and people share their own experiences and the same thing goes for this. So that is it for this first week in January. Thanks so much for tuning in and we will talk more next week. My interview next week is... I thought I had it in front of me. I don't. Oh, I do. So I'm going to be talking to Nina, who is a dietitian, and we talk about eating out because that's something that came up in a previous podcast episode. And if I had a dollar for every time I heard somebody say like, oh, I eat, I eat out way too much. If you say that yourself, think that yourself, know somebody who does that, then this next episode is for you. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Table for One podcast with Rebecca. If you're cooking for one or know of somebody who is, make sure to subscribe to the Table for One podcast on your favorite podcast app. That way you can stay up to date on new episodes that will help you make cooking for one easier and more enjoyable. Feel free to continue the conversation over at in the Table for One Facebook group. You can also find recipes or work with Rebecca over at nourishnutritionblog.com or honestly, the easiest way is to follow me on Instagram. My handle is nnc underscore table for one. And you can click on the link of my profile to get more great resources for cooking for one. Talk to you next week.